Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, my beautiful people? Today's podcast episode is such a special one. I got to sit down and interview Miss Sterling Torres. I've linked her Instagram in the show notes below so you guys can go find her and you're going to love her vibe. You're going to love her energy. But we really sat down and we talked about shuffling. We talked about comparison. We talked about finding your light and darkness and getting out of those depressive states, like co- creating content, all, all of those things like that any human really goes through, we talked about. And if you love shuffling or if you've just gotten into shuffling, she talks about just her journey as well and creating content and getting to that point where you see this really beautiful light and soul in all of her videos and everything that she creates. Like she's beaming through her videos and she talks about her path to get there, right? Because a lot of us don't see the behind the scenes stuff. So we really talk about everything that I love, all of the topics that I love. Sterling is such an amazing human. She's a professional shuffler, a spirituality coach, and just a beautiful human and a beautiful soul. So if you guys absolutely love this podcast, please take a screenshot, share it on your social medias, tag me and Sterling Torres, because I'm sure we'll love to see all of the value that you got from this episode. Seriously, honestly, sit down and listen to this podcast. It's going to be an incredible one. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome everyone to the High Vibe Podcast. I am seriously so excited for today's guest. Today we have Sterling Torres, who is a professional shuffler. She is incredible, incredible energy. She is a creator, wellness, spiritual coach. She has a bachelor's in nutrition and just so much incredible, beautiful energy. I am honored to have you on as a guester. Seriously, I know that you're going to have so much value on this show and so many people are going to just like be like enlightened by your knowledge and your wisdom. So do you want to introduce yourself for people that may not know who you are? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you just me up so much right now. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, I just shuffle. I used to coach, I used to fitness coach. And now my main focus is to just create and to teach. Awesome. So I want to talk about like even just your health and fitness journey because I know that was a big part of your life. Um, for and I know it still is, but you're kind of like shifting gears into like wellness and spirituality. But I want to just hear your journey. Like, how did you were were you always into health and fitness? Because that was your major. That was what you studied in undergrad. So what led you on that path? Um, okay, so I played sports all through high school. I did softball, track and field. I did soccer and volleyball. And, um, I was just like, I was like a nut job with like sports. Like I was athlete. Yeah. 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 I love sports. I'm such, I'm such a sports person too. Yeah. I feel (laughs) like it's it's like, it's it's a different high. Yeah. That's why I loved training so much. When I got out of high school, I didn't, I played soccer in college, which made me, cause we would train in the morning. We trained at 7am and then we trained again at midday and then we trained a third time. So it'd be like gym in the morning soccer in midday and then running a couple miles at night. Mm-hmm. So like 
I was, I mean, at that point, I was probably, I was way too, like, lean. I don't think I was eating a, a sufficient amount, but um, that's kind of, like, what um, got me super wired and, like, addicted to the whole health and fitness. Like, everything I did, like, I'm sure you even know, because you were on the same page with that, like, wake mm -hmm. up. That's all you think about is like what's your routine, what to work out, what to eat. Like it was, I was just like wired from like 2012. And then I, uh, I switched my major to nutrition and realized that's what I wanted to do. And that's literally been my whole life until this past like two years where I switched into shuffling. I love that you kind of have like that sports background. I feel like people that are athletes, like they know what we're talking about when you're like, it's just a different... I don't know, like something about being on the field or on the court and like the energy of a team. Um, and I don't know if you're competitive, but I'm like so competitive. I'm and so competitive. I'm so competitive. Like everything is like to me is about like winning or, winning or losing. My boyfriend's like the opposite. He's like, it's about having fun. And I'm like, winning is fun. <laughs> but he, it's good because he balances me out. And the thing that I love about shuffling is not about competition at all. Yeah, you know, it's about community. And I and it's easy to kind of like compare yourself on that journey. And so I'm curious about, you know, like you're getting into shuffling, like what inspired you to get into shuffling to start this journey? And I'm sure you've had to deal with like looking at people that are way further along on their shuffle journey, because I know I was and being like, Oh, my gosh, I've never I can never dance like that. You know, or at least for me, I struggled with that, that self-doubt, that lack of confidence. And I'm wondering if you had any similar feelings like along your journey and how you overcame that. Yeah. Um, so when I first saw shuffling was when Party Rock came out. Which, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think when anybody, I think like, um, you know, like, you know about the techno, you know, Melbourne mm. shufflers, OG shufflers, which yeah. is mad respect to every single one of them. Um, I think that when Party Rock came out, it was such a controversial thing for them because, like, you know, shuffling has been around for way longer than that. It's been so long. Yeah. And um, I saw Party Rock <laughs> and I saw people shuffling and I learned how to do it. And then I just never touched it because I just never thought like, I could ever do something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I saw Elena back in like when she was in her garage, like on Instagram. It was like her first, it was her like one of her first videos shuffling. Saw mm -hmm. her, followed her. I was obsessed with her. And then Bianca and I went to the Olympia 2017 mm -hmm. and she was on stage with Bing. And funny enough, Vanessa was there, but I didn't know who she was. I had no idea who she, who she was. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, for those of you who don't know, Van Seco and um, Elena was there. And so we said hi to Elena. And I remember looking at Vanessa in the background and she was just so happy, like, you know, in the background for Elena, for us being excited for Elena. And it was really like funny because I think later on when the LA Fed Expo came around, me and Bianca went to the LA Fed Expo and saw them again. Only this time Elena wasn't there, but Van was. Um, and I think in that process, I had started following Van. Van. So mm -hmm. like right in that peak time, I was obsessed with Van and Elena. Their collaborations were like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is incredible. And then we saw them at LA Foot Expo and Bianca and I were on such a high afterwards because everything was like, we're screaming on stage and shuffling with them. Mm -hmm. And then we went to the bathroom and we like held hands and Bianca and I were like, okay, this is it. This is like the moment. Like we're going to take this seriously. We're going to be a part of Bang and be shufflers. Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh. I love that. And um, it's crazy to say that now because I didn't even like, I haven't even gotten a chance to even grasp the fact that we manifested that, yeah. that life. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, like I was shuffling, I started shuffling like 
every day at least. And sometimes it'd be like hours and hours and hours just like trying to get like moves in. And um, it wasn't until like I started to, I mean, like being a part of Bang as a shuffler, it, you know, you want to be really good because it is a new, it is a new dance. And so you want to be able to demonstrate that to the crowd and like have them be like, oh, snap, what is this? Like, yeah, like this looks so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like there is that. There was a lot of pressure, you know, uh, that was when I think I felt like the most, um, like doubtful about my shuffling was just going out to those expos because, you know, we have Van, we have Cece and we have Mary Grace, like all these incredible girls who are like just killing Killing it. it. Yeah. Killing it. Like the hands down. And they were like, they were my main, main inspirations. Like they were the people that I, um, like. I would I would look for mostly like Elena and Van for things to like kind of like where I felt very resonated in and um but like yeah the doubt stuff just came in and um it wasn't until I started to like stop I stopped consuming everybody's content like I had That's to stop huge. looking at people's stories it's Can huge. we it's talk crazy. about that? Can we talk about that for a second because I feel like that is that is so huge. Um and social media like it's, it can be such a beautiful thing, right? Like I connected with you on social media and stuff like that. Like you can use it for such a beautiful thing, but I think it's so easy to get caught in that vortex of comparison. Um, and it's just like right there. And I, and I think sometimes people are like addicted to the comparison, like without even realizing it. Um, so let's talk about that. Like when did you become self-aware enough to realize like, I need to stop consuming other people's content to like find my own power and my own worth? Probably. (laughs) <laughs> we last midsummer last year i i could not i couldn't like i don't know it was it's totally a self thing you know like the comparison mm-hmm. stuff it's totally such a self thing and it just i feel like it when i looked at other people's stories it highlighted on my insecurities you know mm-hmm. so like it like if i felt a certain way it, by watching one of my good friends like doing something i i would feel like um just like okay what it well, why am i not doing anything today you know and yeah. like I just highlighted it on my own insecurities and I was, it was like midsummer where I was like, okay, I clearly can see, I think I told you about this when I was like not in a good spot last year uh-huh. like in this like weird burnt out phase. That was part of, that was part of the reason, not the whole reason, but part of the reason why for, why I felt like down and just weird. So I just stopped, I just stopped watching my friend's stories. I stopped looking and scrolling. I just focused on like what I wanted to post, what I wanted and creating. to create. Yeah, yeah, just focus on creating. I just want to be like, what does Sterling want to create? What do I want to express? And like, just focus on that. Like, that's all I want. Yeah, and I think that's so important for anyone that's a creator that's listening is that like our creativity and our inspiration, like for me personally, does not come from scrolling other people's news feeds and social media. It comes from like living life and like being present and looking inward. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes like you think like, oh, I need to go like figure out like what to post or things to talk about, like what are, what's so-and-so doing? And you're kind of just like going out there and consuming. And it, and like I said, it's a very, comparison is very much like a self thing, like you said, where like it really just shines light on your own insecurities if you let it. You know, if, and if you find yourself, like anyone that's listening where you find yourself looking at people that may have inspired you in the past, right? But now you find yourself comparing and you find yourself becoming insecure and unworthy. Like, I think doing exactly what you did, Stir, and like taking a step back and just like looking inward and making that like space is so important. Um, mm-hmm. Because I would have never thought that you were going through any type of those insecurities at all. 
right? Following you and seeing, seeing what you post and stuff like that. And that's not something that pe- a lot of people talk about openly, right? They don't, they, a lot of people don't shine light on that. And I think that's such an important thing is that like, even your biggest inspirations, like they're all going through something mentally, like they're all growing through something and, you know, on their own journey. And I think it's so important to not, to like, not compare your journey to someone else's because it looks completely different. You don't know what they're, what they're actually going through, you know? And I think that's really, really important. And I wanted to ask, I know that you're kind of making this shift into like spirituality. You're doing a lot of meditation practice, uh, which is super inspiring. And you're just putting out so much incredible value with your content and it's so you and i love that like you're like it's like it has like your like stamp on it and it's so you and it's so inspiring and like seeing you step into this power is like such a beautiful thing to watch you like create and evolve and i want to know what kind of put you on that path with wellness spirituality personal growth like what like have you always been into it did you just recently start discovering it was it a book like you know someone in that world i want to hear your journey with that I go to festivals, right? So mm-hmm. I had this incredible group of friends who I I went to Ultra with and mm-hmm. that connected me with like a huge amount of people, like kind of like your, the LA Shuffle Squad, kind of mm-hmm. like that, kind of like that. Yeah. And I told Irina too, I was like, this, these people that literally remind me of my rave fam. Mm-hmm. Um, so these people are incredible people where I've spent so much just creating with them without us, without they're even like, we would just spend hours in a house Mm-hmm. And we would, some people would be like drawing or other people would be shuffling. That's where mm-hmm. I would see like people shuffle. Other people would be gloving. Um, for those of you who don't know, gloving is like mm-hmm. the lights in your gloves. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was just pure creation. Like people, I love and that. we would just like take turns, like just be creating with each other. And um, my friend Yosef was, I, I always tell him, I'm going to see him next week when I come to LA. Yosef was the first person who, this friend of mine who just introduced me to present moment he was t- telling me he was the first person to tell me about meditation this was back in like 2015 and I looked at him and I was like wow like there there what is this of what you're talking about there so it's not just you know Catholics and it's not just Christians it's this mm-hmm. and I felt like for the first time in my life I could really resonate with something that felt like I had I could have my own faith you know mm-hmm. and I had faith based like- on what my mom had taught me spirituality more so than like religion right yes exactly and like my mom had always talked about like you know just god and certain things and i had faith in that but i think Mm -hmm. i just like didn't resonate with certain things and this part was the beginning for me and so i started reading the power of now and it was like that from that day on book book after book podcast after podcast like and just like my own experiences myself i like i'm really really um that, I think that's what makes me, I don't know, like, it's crazy that you're saying that there, uh, there's, like, a little stamp on my page or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think that every time I look inwards, mm-hmm. I am able to come out with the thing that I've been able to come out with the things that you're talking about. Is yeah. Every time I've asked myself, like, what do I want to talk about? What have I experienced? What have I been through? Like, I don't need to know the terminology. Like, I don't need to be, like, the smartest person in the world. I just have to share what I've been through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's so important is like, just like sharing the journey, you know, and like, and sharing your, your personal journey with it. And like, you don't need to be an expert to start helping people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the beauty of just being a human being. Um, 
And I, and I love that, that you kind of like just found your own spirituality and your own relationship with your higher power and your higher self. Like that's like such a beautiful thing. And I'm definitely more spiritual than I am like religious in that sense as well. Uh, cause just cause I believe like love is like the one thing that connects us all, you know? And, and like love to me is like, God, like, like that's like where it all starts, you know. I want to touch on that actually. That's actually so crazy that you're bringing that up because I was going through my head about like love. Um, one thing that I personally, uh, I'm still trying to grasp it a little bit, but something that I learned from like through Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle, the guy who uh, wrote the Power, the Power of Now, he had mentioned that like love is a, it's a result of being in the present moment. So like in in love, we because love can also turn toxic. You know, mm. we've seen we've seen it happen before. Like you love someone and then you like get obsessed and then it goes like toxic. And then, you know, love can be, has an opposite to it. It has like an opposite to it, to love itself. Mm. But the present moment, you know, it doesn't have the opposite, but you feel the love because it's a result of it. So I think like leading with like the idea of being in the present moment will give you love, but not like leading with just love, you know, because even love like cannot be really foreseen as clearly as we think we can see it you know yeah it might be it might be pushed in different ways with different things that we don't even understand that we're pushing it with yeah and i also think sometimes like it can get twisted you know Mm -hmm. like like what you were saying like if it becomes like obsessive or it becomes controlling like i don't know if that's like to me that's not like the definition of love like love is like you know, and then even you, you hear like that, that saying, like, treat, like, love your neighbor as yourself, you know, and then, but some people don't even like have love for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, they're like, oh, it's just like, I feel like the topic of love in and of itself could be a whole podcast episode, right? Yeah. Like, it, really, it really could. And I feel like we could just like, you could you go so deep with that. But as far as questions with when it comes to, or like topics when it comes to this whole journey, because I know that you're in the process of, of making this switch because you were doing some health and fitness coaching, you know, and then you realized, you know, maybe this isn't the path that I want to take or the exact path. And I want to hear just your journey of like that self-discovery and kind of like what it looked like, because I feel like I, I, I have no idea, but I think when we look back, sometimes we can look back at our journeys with regret. But to me, I think every decision that you make and every path that you took gets you to where you are now, you know? And, And I'm a firm believer. Like when I look at things that look in the past and look at past decisions, I'm like, that got me to where I am today. You know? So I, I really want to encourage people that, you know, if they, to not look at their past with regret, but to look at their past as a journey you know, of like self-discovery and may, maybe finding things that weren't for them or putting them on the path that they are today. And I would just love to hear your journey and like the shit, what, how that shift happened for you. Beautiful. That's, um, I love that. Um, okay. So last year I, well, I had been coaching since I started college. So like 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like in and out, but then I, I knew that that's what I wanted to do once I graduated from college because school was taking up a lot of my time. So I couldn't take as many clients. And then I graduated from college and got my bachelor's in nutrition and, um, I felt like I was ready. So I got a mentorship with Amanda Bucci. She like, you know, she, she had her whole squad and I learned everything that I needed to learn to create my own business, to quit my job. I was ready. I was set to quit October 11th. I'll never mm-hmm. That day that was last this last October 11th was supposed to be my last day working at my regular job and 
like maybe a month out, like maybe maybe like three weeks out, I felt like I could not get up and open my laptop. The only thing that really got me up was um, knowing that I had calls with my clients and knowing that I had my group calls. I had like those were the, like, like the, you had to show up, right? Yeah, like I had to show up, but that was that was the one thing that made me feel so alive. Like it made me yeah. feel so liberated, so like like wow, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? And with I with the people, like the calls with the people. Okay. okay. Yeah, with the people, um, with my clients, mm-hmm. and I think I just got to a point where like, why do I not like? I'm so excited to speak to them, mm-hmm. but why can I not open my laptop and do the work that I need to do? You know, like I got the work done. You know, I you know, I yeah. finished all my clients and I, I had to tell some of them that I couldn't coach anymore because I felt like, I felt like I was going into this like weird, like, I don't want to say depression, but it was just this weird, like depression, funk. I guess. Like, yeah, funk, funk, depression. Yeah. Like I yeah. felt, I felt so low, so, so low. And I truly felt like my, my angels that are watching over me were like okay she needs to learn that this is not her path you know let's make her feel like shit like let's make her so she feels tired you know and then I went to therapy and I was like I'm and I knew it too because I before I did the mentorship like for anybody who's listening there's always a sign there's always a feeling inside of your gut or somewhere around you where it's telling you this might not be the one that you take this might not be the direction you take, yeah. but go ahead, you know, go ahead and take it. And then if it doesn't work out, it leaves you like, you know, depressed and sad or whatever. Just know that that was, that, that is your sign to move on to something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I got to the point where like, before I even did the mentorship, I felt it inside me that I wanted to teach shuffling classes mm-hmm. and I wanted to do something other than just fitness and health related. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something deeper. And then I yeah. went into my mentorship coached and I went into more of a life coaching um method yeah that really that was the things that resonated with me while I was feeling depressed yeah and like now you know I I stopped coaching and now I'm just kind of flowing and I love it I love that and did you at any point so here's something that I want to talk about did you at any point feel like how long were you coaching before you had the before you were feeling like that real low how long were you coaching and taking on clients Consistently before, because I had to take a break in between. Consistently, it was probably about a year. A year, okay. And but and then, but before that, you were doing it on and off for a couple years or so. For four, for four years. For four years on and off. Yeah. Okay, so like this was really like what you thought was going to be your path for mm-hmm. a really long time, and four years, you know, like that's a long time, especially when you're like only in your twenties, right? You're just like that's like your whole college mm-hmm. life. And so, did you at any point feel like? when you were at those lows, like, did you feel like, oh, like I've already spent, you know, like the last four years, like working on this, like, and feeling like you were stuck. Cause I feel like some people feel like, oh, I spent so much time working on this path. And when you have those signs right in front of you, that it's like, maybe this is not your path. People are scared to make the shift because they're looking at the past and like how much time and energy or whatever they put into it. Did you ever have feelings like that? I think I did maybe like it's like you know it's kind of like any relationship you know you don't want you don't you're yeah. at four years you're at six years yes you know, yes yeah um but I think I just felt really str- like it's the whole thing about being in tune with myself I mm-hmm. felt I, I always feel so strongly um which I I'm I'm constantly but like grateful for it is that if I feel like it doesn't feel right I'll give up 
I'll give up my whole life. Like I, I'll give up my whole relationship. If I doesn't feel right, like I don't care how deep I am in it. Like I know that this doesn't You're like feel done. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like when I, you're I, done, you're done. I literally can't. Like I feel like I feel like I get sick, like mentally sick if I just go against the grain, you know, if yeah. I go against what it's telling me to do. Like I yeah. feel it inside me, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's so me too. Like when I'm done, I'm like done. Like there's like like I can't I you know, I, I don't have any problem letting go of things that like if it doesn't feel right anymore. But yeah, and I, but I, when I talk to a lot of people, I feel like sometimes they do, you know, and I they definitely they, can see that. I can yeah. see how people are like, I mean, no, for sure. Like it's, it's not easy to let go of something that you yeah. really were so convinced that you were going to do for the rest of your life. Exactly. And I think when people, if you look to your past to like predict your future, like you're constantly going to be in that like negative loop, you know? I think constantly looking at your future and saying like, where do I want to go? Where do I want to grow? Like, where do like, what else do I want to create? Like, I think that's the one thing that really will help you get out of those funks and getting out of that, you know, maybe depressive like seasons of your life because like we all have them. We all have those lows, right? Like everyone has their own struggles. And that's something that I always want to talk about is that like everyone's going through their own shit. You know, like everyone really is. And I think that the more that we can be open about it and share it as like human beings, the more connected we can all feel to each other. So I love that you just kind of like openly shared that and shared that you were at that really low like place in your life. And you were like, you know what? This doesn't feel right. It's time to make a change. Yeah. Like it got to the point where I was, you know, for anybody that knows me, like I've never really said anything, but I was like really thinking like suicidal, you know, like I was like under the sheets Mm-hmm. like sobbing and crying with like chase and i was like dude i can't do this like i couldn't get up i like didn't even like i would go like a day without like even like showering or even going to the gym like i just felt like low low mm-hmm. and like to look back now like now that we're talking about it i was i'm, I'm just so thankful i went through that because had i not i would have probably still forced myself to you know do things that i didn't feel good for me yeah yeah and i i love that you're looking at it and being thankful for that experience because when you're in it it's so hard to find any type of like right it just feels like the worst thing ever and when i look back at like some of the darkest times in my life i'm so thankful for them because they really have shaped me into who i am today and they make the highs and when you're in flow so much better right? You're just like, oh man, like I'm so grateful to like be where I'm at now because you know what it's like to feel like, you know, so lost and so alone and so, so dark, you know? So I love that. And I want to know, um, like what advice can you give to anyone that may be struggling with that right now? Like that may be in that dark depressive state. Like what were some things that really helped you get out of it? Okay. Um, I guess it depends. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, I went to, I started going to therapy because I really wanted to figure out what it was that was triggering me to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, and you know, I, I feel like as much as whatever we go through, like how you were saying, there is certain things that we just can't put our shoes in certain people's place. You know, like yeah. there's been people, cause I've openly talked about the, the, pressed phase or whatever mm-hmm. um and there's been people who have reached out and like have tried to like speak to me and I'm like okay everything you're saying I know exactly what you're saying but this is different you know and yeah. like I was finally put in into someone's shoes because years ago I was trying to do the same thing that that person was like I would try to give someone else advice and it's like, like you're on your own journey a little like bit just, right yeah like you just can't so I I totally and mm-hmm. I am very like compassionate to you whoever is going through this um but I think genuinely anybody who's going through anything 
that's negative, there is a trigger and there is something that you need to heal within mm-hmm. yourself. You know, there is things that need to be healed in the past. It's not just about like, you know, don't give those things power. It is, you can't ignore those things that are actually subconsciously triggering you because mm-hmm. in therapy, I learned that, um, so I went through yeah. some trauma and I didn't know um, how certain other things in my life were still lingering. So the way trauma works is like it lingers in your subconscious and Subcon- it's trying yeah. to be filed. Your, your, your brain is trying to file it into like positive, negative feelings, emotions. It's trying to figure out what emotions it felt, but it can't figure it out. It doesn't know. Your brain doesn't know how to like file it. So it's just lingering. Yeah. So anytime something happens, it gets triggered and it comes to the very forefront of your thinking. Mm-hmm. And so for for people who may be experiencing a lot of those things or a lot of uh, sadness that might be one of those things. So I think just diving deep with inward and like trying to heal those parts of you. And maybe finding professional help if you need it. I think therapy, like, you know, like finding a therapist that like works well with you, I think is like a mission in and of itself, at least for me personally. Um, I remember when I was trying to quit Adderall. So I, I had a, an addiction to Adderall and I was trying to quit that. And I had to go through like so many different therapists to like find one that I'm like, I feel comfortable speaking to them. You know, I feel like we connect and stuff like that. And it was still hard for me to like even go, go through that. So did therapy like really help you? And I so, will say like it was hard to find a good therapist because the mm-hmm. therapist I had, she helped a lot and she helped me uh, like file the trauma, like, we yeah. through, like some methods, but I will say I want to look for another one because that is true. Yeah. And I, I really, I think that relationship is so important. And so if someone is on here and you're like, I need to go find professional help, like don't give up because you have one bad experience. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost like shopping or like finding a great teacher, right? Finding a great mentor, like you have to connect with them. And I think to not give up just because maybe you've had a bad experience or you didn't vibe with someone, like there are amazing therapists out there that can help you, but you got to just like keep on going. And, and I think really being intentional with your healing, the way that I, I look at whenever I'm going through one of those dark times as I'm like, okay, there's going to, I'm going to be able to share this and inspire other people one day. You know, I constantly, I'm constantly like, okay, like one day I'm, I'm going to get through this and one day this is going to resonate with someone. But yeah, I agree. Like there's not like a one size fits all because everyone's different. Everyone has past traumas that are different, different triggers that are different and different kind of instilled beliefs, uh, instilled belief systems that are different, right? Mm-hmm. Like from childhood, a lot of people have different belief systems. So I think seeking professional help can be really, really powerful. And anyone that's listening, that's going through that, never give up on yourself. You know, you're worth it. I think that's something that's so important to share. All right. Let's talk about like, I want to talk more about shuffling. So for those of you that don't know what shuffling is, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. But if you don't, it's really a lot of like footwork. Um, It's been very popular underground for a really long time in the EDM community, electronic community. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a lot of footwork. If you don't know what it is, you can just type in shuffle dancing on YouTube and a million things will pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go look at Sterling or my pages and you'll see shuffling. But I want to hear about how shuffling is just like your passion for it is like really flourish and grow. And like, I, you don't have a dance background, right? So, okay. I want to hear that because I think a lot of people, like, I, I don't really have a dance background either. Like I've always loved to dance, but I've never, I've never done it. I was, I was a sports person. So I want to hear how that's like, I know you've posted some shuffle videos and talked about just like your confidence and like embracing you and how it's just kind of like 
empowered you in a sense. And so I want to hear just your journey of shuffling and how it's really like evolved you with your personal growth internally. Yes. Okay. So the shuffling, I, I looking back at my old videos, I'm so awkward. So yeah, I wish I, too. <laughs> but I it's so great to see it. that growth, right? Like I yeah. love it. I'm like, I look back and I'm like, I was so bad. Like, and I'm still growing, but I look back, I'm like, I was so bad. But like, we all start, right? We all yeah. start somewhere. <laughs> like I cringe, but um, yeah, like if, dancing. I mean, everybody like loved dancing. I always mm. wanted to be a dancer, but I was like, no, nah, that's not. I, my mom can't afford that. There's no way I could ever be a dancer. But I always felt that inside me. So mm-hmm. shuffling was my little like gateway to taking classes and you know just like learning what my body can do and how it can move and like that really was like for me. Uh, I had a lot of um I lacked the ability to embrace my confidence like my confidence didn't match with I don't know I felt like I wasn't I'm an attractive human but Mm -hmm. like I could not I couldn't like I couldn't just be because of the traumas and stuff I just couldn't embrace my confidence and the way that I wanted to move my body like Mm -hmm. I like craved so bad to be able to dance the way that I dance now Mm -hmm. like before like when I, found, when I found Vanessa, she was one of the people that really inspired me to just like, okay, embrace it. That's what I want to do. That's how I want to do it. And then like every video that I've posted, every single video that I posted of me shuffling has been a challenge. Like every single one, I've conquered one little thing, you know, and like Chase, my boyfriend, he's been, he was a, not the first, but the second person to start recording me. It was my second shuffle video. And every single video after that, like, I, I wish I had videos of us like arguing and I'd be like, no, I can't do it. I can't. Oh my God. <laughs> do you go to the same thing? Yes. Yes. That's why I'm laughing so hard. Oh my gosh. Cause I had so many fears, especially in public, like dancing mm. in public. Like, cause you know, sometimes people will just like look at you and like, they're not necessarily smiling. And then you're, they're just like looking at you. Like, what is she doing? Like the, and and like maybe they don't even care, but like you have all of these stories that are like going through your mind. But yeah, I honestly, I wish I had all the behind the scenes because like Garrett, my boyfriend, he doesn't even let me like, he doesn't even let me overthink situations anymore. Um, like he'll, we'll literally go out and he's like, go, like he'll like start recording and he's just like, go, like, like he doesn't even let me like try and get in my head. He's like, go, We're, I'm recording right now. Like start the music, go, you know? So he's, he like really just like pushes me to just start dancing. And then eventually like, if you do one take, you can do another you can do nothing. You know what I mean? But it's like all like, that's so funny. I want to hear about the behind the scenes because this is something people don't talk about. You know, sometimes it's a real struggle. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's crazy because like now, like you're sort you're totally going to get over that whole, that whole crowd thing. I, yeah. Oh, I have, I, I pretty much have now, but, um, I didn't, I didn't until we went to like Europe. And we went to Europe, Garrett was like, you're dancing every day in public, you know? And then eventually you just stop caring, you know? Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Garrett sounds like a good guy. Oh, he's great. I love him. Okay, yeah. I'm Let's hear like about the chase, the chase, the behind the stories, like every video. He, he yeah. was like, he would be like, he would do one take. He's like, oh, that was good. And I'm like, no, I feel like I could have done better. Like, there is this one move I want to do. Like, <laughs> my face is awkward. My eyes yeah. are weird. Like, my, like, I just picked myself apart, but in a really good way. Because the competitive side within us, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy how you mentioned that, too. Because me, when we were in Colombia, me, Sierra, and Lala were talking about how the competitiveness is really, like, 
um, it's really activated when we're at expos because we look at each other and we're like, damn, she's killing it. Like, I want to kill it. Kill it. Too. Yeah. Like, and it just support it, each other. It, like, elevates you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be great, too. Yeah. That's kind of how, like, Chase would be. He'd be like, no, you got this. And, you know, I would get in my head. Like, I'd be like, okay, let's – there has been times where we would go out and shoot, and I'd be like, I, I don't want to shoot this anymore. And we would go home because I – I just got too much in my head. Like I was just like critiquing myself. That's happened much. to me too. Yeah. Like, Garrett wouldn't let, yeah, but he wouldn't let me leave. He's oh. like, he wouldn't let me leave. He's like, you're doing this. Like right now he was like, I took time out of my day. He was like, oh. like he, he wouldn't let me, he would like re pump me up to be like, let's go. Like, let's go. And I, I'm like grateful for him in that, that, that essence. Cause like, yeah, he wouldn't let me give up. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah yeah me and chase would be like okay let's just but, call it a day we'll try it tomorrow well, like, yeah for me like i want to be able to i don't know like in the moments where i quit i, I just i felt shitty for quitting but i knew mm -hmm. that for me it just didn't i can't it didn't feel right like that energy wasn't yeah. there yeah yeah I, I was thinking too much of what i wanted the viewer to see and not enough about how i wanted to express myself yeah yeah and i love that and i think oh my gosh like i love that we're talking about the behind the scenes of the video because some people don't know right like, i think if you're a creator and you're doing it you know right mm -hmm. like you you kind of understand but for a lot of people that are watching it they just think oh like one take and then it's great you know i will say now it is really smooth like now because i feel like I, we've practiced it so much like now it's just smooth like one take and let's go, let's go yeah on. like it's but you took it took a lot of failures to get to that point mm -hmm. right and it like and i think that's something that's so important like I think people are so scared so scared of like failing or sucking and to me like that's the only way like you way. you have to like you know you have to pretty much be willing to like like fall flat on your face and suck at things if you want to be able to get better right because yeah. we we don't start with the skills we don't start with that in the very beginning um and i definitely like i agree like i it, it, i used to get in my head so much and be like oh like i messed this up or whatever like i kind of like lost my my footing there and i would just like you know get in my head so much um and i love that we're kind of like talking about the behind the scenes aspect of it because um i think that's really important to share yeah it's like you know it's not just like I, I like you said it's easier now but it it's not like it always was like that it took a lot yeah, of no. growth and a lot of failures it just um, barely got to the easy part too like I yeah. for two years and like, yeah Someone the message she was like, "Girl, you have improved in such a short amount of time." And I'm like, "What? No, yeah. it's been two, two years. years. Like, now I'm barely at the point where like I feel good about yeah. moving, but like it was not easy. Mm -mm. Not easy. Do you do you uh, like choreograph your uh, dances, or do you just go freestyle, or is it depending on how you feel? Um, I think I've only choreographed one that was by myself, other than the collaborations. So okay. Freestyling. Everything's freestyling. I love that. I love does it that. Look choreographed? I, it does. It look because when I like when I say like it looks choreographed because like you're just throwing in so many different moves, you know, and you're not like for me. I notice for me personally when I start to freestyle, like sometimes you you kind of go back to those home base moves that you're like so used to, you know. But when I push myself to like choreograph something, you're thinking of different moves, mm. right? and you're always like doing different stuff. So that's why I was asking because like. You're like you have so much different like flares and tricks and like things that you do in your shuffling that's just like beautiful. Um, so I love that you just you just freestyle it. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Um, someone just mentioned that to me, like Lori L Dub Love. She was like, mm -hmm. she's like, you always surprise me with stuff. And Lala told me the same thing. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, because that's literally what I would practice when I started to do it, like going my hours into my hourly sessions in the beginning of my journey. Mm -hmm. I would practice like 
fucking like thousands of can i kiss on here yeah yeah it's <laughs> explicit <laughs> thousands of i would practice like a lot of moves and i was just like but now i feel like it that's why it's like footwork because it's not like it's not just shuffling anymore like it's yeah. be just footwork like just footwork. literally footwork because it comes with b-boys it comes with it's like everything dances. yeah it's like embracing so many different styles of footwork and i think it's funny when people are like that's been around forever and i'm like yeah it's not like and i think like dancing in general like you're just like re like using old moves but adding different flares and adding different styles and being inspired and like infusing like different styles together you yeah. know and, I think, and like creating new moves and i think it's like such a beautiful thing and shuffling has just like re-inspired me and the community and shuffling is incredible like i think a lot of like the the festival like plur vibes really go into like the shuffle community and it's amazing like there's like so much love like so much support and so much love in that community and i'm i'm like so grateful that i that i found this community and it was all online too like how we are the leader of the community of the shuffle community huh you're le- you're the leader of the LA Shuffle, the Shuffle Squad. Squad. I mean, I started, but it's exploded so much beyond beyond what I could have imagined, you know. And I love I love that that it's just like more. It's like really, really like expanded and flourish and grow, and it's just like such a beautiful thing to see. Um, I love wow, seeing it. I could talk to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we connected so much. I feel like there you like shared so much value um and we're gonna be just wrapping up for the sake of time but i wanted to ask if there's any like any last things like on your heart that you wanted to share maybe like a dose of inspiration or someone who's just starting any any journey or any venture like anything that you know a lot of people that are listening to this are listening to it for to grow their own lives, like for personal growth, um, for inspiration. So I want to share, or I want to ask if there's any last words of wisdom that Miss Sterling Torres wants to share with anyone that's listening. I would say that um, we have our internal compass and that is your intuition. So just know that if you feel lost or if you feel like you don't have a path, you always will have a path and you will always have signs from the universe. And a really big part of that is your intuition. So always just just try to get practice in listening to your intuition even if it's like little things like when you walk by someone at at work or something and they look at you and you look down instead of saying hi or smiling that was your intuition that like if if it's telling you like hey I should smile at this person like Mm -hmm. little little tiny exercises like that it's going to be able to make your intuition louder and louder and louder before and now you're going to be able to just have more direction I love that. I love that. Starting to like listen to yourself. Anyone that's listening, I'm sure everyone fell in love with you as much as I did. Where can they find you? Where can people, I know that you're going to start teaching shuffle classes as well, which is super exciting in uh, Las Vegas. So where can people find you for all great things, Sterling? Yeah. So everything on my social media is TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, Sterling Taurus, it's S-T, like Sterling, like Sterling Silver, and mm-hmm. Taurus, T-O-R-R-E-S-S. You're probably going to, everybody's going to probably listen to this after my first class. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody's in the Vegas area, I will be looking into teaching more classes. So okay. definitely keep, stay up to date. All right. Thank you so much, Sterling. I am obsessed. This, like, literally, I don't even know what to title this this episode because there is so much incredible value and we talked about so many different topics, but I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to just deliver value to all these people. So thank you everyone for listening. Until next time. Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit tourinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.